We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Welcome back to Internal Conflicts with your hosts, Sarah and Miriam. We're back from a pretty long hiatus. What was our last episode? May or June. And we're happy to be back. Same. So our topics that we have today, I know the first one, of course, is this quarantine we're in right now. We're in this huge epidemic that a lot of people have not experienced or seen in their lifetime and it's just kind of interesting to experience this whole corona covid 19 what is your take on it yeah it's definitely a once in a lifetime experience and a lot of adjustments are made anyone who's never worked from home is getting that experience and adjusting to all of that and so really those that are on the forefront are postal workers and our medical professionals so they're like the real heroes because they're the only ones right now that's keeping this world operating i'm not quiet about when i'm ignorant about things and I joked about it a lot in the beginning of course and I'm just like are you kidding me like the measures that they were taking I said it literally at work in the office ah I'm ignorant I'm sorry I just can't I'm it's I'm having a hard time taking this seriously and that same day like a few hours later the heads they came to the office everyone's rushing in they go into their little conference room for their little meeting and then they call us in one by one and They let us know that, unfortunately, someone at the office was tested positive and that we had to pretty much abort and immediately work from home. And it's interesting because I always get, like, that always happens to me whenever I'm feeling, like, ignorant about something, whenever I, like, kind of joke about I always get, like, reality checks in that way as Mm -hmm. I'm walking to my car, having to clock out 40 minutes before my shift ends. Um, I, I'm literally just sitting in the car now and I'm just sitting there just just kind of taking in and just registering like what actually happened like okay now it is affecting you now like you you know your own office just got shut down I don't know anybody that's affected by it that was my thinking too was that I'm like this is just like a conspiracy I just thought it was like crazy how quickly it escalated a lot of people are saying that they had mild upper respiratory infections and they think that they had the virus and it just like went away So for me, not to like speak anything, I mean, I think that I'm really just speaking positivity when I say that I just feel like we all have really great immune systems and hopefully that'll carry us through. It's exhausting to go out and to feel like the paranoia and to feel scared about touching things and to wash our hands all the time. But a lot of people are saying too that hopefully once this is all over, we can still keep that same standard because all too often, We don't even think about it. We're just like making a total life change over this one little virus that started overseas. Essentially, I do feel like I'm always seeing something every day that I'm just like, wow, like 
they're so like stupid our country is just so st- people in general are like extremely stupid about just being clean just general common sense things but i mean i guess you can't blame everyone for just for not knowing i'm wondering when it's gonna be over one of the first things i thought of was the netflix streaming rates were so high that there was some worry that the internet was gonna crash obviously everyone's working from home and availability is limited so that has an impact on our phone companies and just like our day-to-day lives we're gonna have to get back to work at some point like we're gonna the economy is gonna have to resume at some point but what if it doesn't what if this is our new normal since i've been working from home i just haven't thought anything but the job that i am working i mean i just personally feel like it should have been from home in the first place there's literally no need to even have gone into the office. It's a job that completely needs to be done at home. If this was, I would say maybe even 10 years ago, this whole at home thing wouldn't be a thing, but it's just that we have officially grown into this network social media database. This is life, like this is life as we know it now. Our life is internet, our life is social media. That's the reason why the at home thing is even a thing because of that we just have access to that i always think about that by the way about how the 90s generation we're the only generation that completely switched from this lifestyle of no internet and hands-on to like now everything Mm. is so virtual like it's crazy like our kids they're always gonna know life as virtual you know mm-hmm. like we were not we weren't able to like facetime like keep up with them we weren't able to and it's cool it's awesome and going back to what you were saying earlier about how we don't know how long this is going to last i put up a tweet they were like the government know y'all gonna be wild and if they said four months so they're gonna tell y'all 30 days at a time mm. somebody else tweeted the same thing about that too they're not just gonna be like okay this is gonna last four months they're gonna have to say 30 days at a time because they know that right. if they said four months it would be much crazy a much crazy i mean they did say four months honestly they they kept it real from the beginning they said it was gonna be like july or august but like even at my job they were like oh well we need you guys to work from home. Here's a computer. This is going to be two weeks. I'm like, it's not going to be two weeks. When the two weeks pass, it's not like they gave us any update. They weren't like, oh, hey, guys, it's going to be longer two weeks. Like, they literally have not even mentioned it. We've just been working at home like normal. They have not talked about coming back into work, nothing. And somebody at my job joked about it, and they were like, oh, this is not going to be two weeks. It's probably going to last, like, months when you think about it. This is really a lifestyle that we really are just going to have to get used to. And I agree that I think that most jobs could be worked from home with the exception of like like the post office or like you know things that we like need need but do you think that you'll be fine with working from home as a career i mean i bragged and bragged about how i was working from home for five years then i left my job and i was jobless for like eight months or so and then i went back out there and then i was working in the office for four months and now look where i'm at now i'm working from home i think working from home was always for me i got comfortable and then I told myself, hey, you need to get out there, like you're antisocial, and then look where I'm back. I'm back right into my comfort zone. I guess it just worked out for me. I wouldn't say I was at my wit's end, but it was just super annoying, like going into the office, being like for work. Yeah, that's always been my lifestyle, is working for yeah. And this is even better because my last job, where I was doing the whole on-call thing, I had to be on the phone, and it was starting to get a lot harder because there was a two-year-old screaming in the background, causing friction between me being on the phone with customers 
now I have it even better because this job is chat quality. Oh. So now I have a TV running. I have a movie playing. I mean, yeah, I just haven't made. I mean, I feel really bad for the people who are affected by this. But I just feel like it's just been getting better for me. And yeah, you did share that with us. I was definitely affected in a negative way, but it just gave me an opportunity to come back and look for another opportunity. I saw a tweet too where a user said, oh, today I officially lost my job, but God will see me through. And I just like can't help but to embrace that mentality. And I'm like, okay, well, something great is about to come of this. And I think that it is. I have really high hopes for the future. It's all about the mindset. That's how you come out of stuff like this. Did you look into Dr. Umar? Um, I know who he is. I know the name, but I've never actually like read into him or no, not really. Do you care to talk about him? Um, I mean, I, I saw what you were saying. That was like the interracial thing, right? Pretty much. I do Facebook groups, like mom groups, local groups. It's good information. So I'm a part of this mom group and I posted a question and I had asked, does anybody know what the dad groups look like? Because you've seen that commercial, that Facebook commercial about Facebook groups and it was about, it was with the dads and they all had their daughters at the baseball game. You know what I'm talking about? Um. It's about like this Facebook group tailored to dads and baseball team. It's like a dad of girls Facebook group. It kind of portrayed exactly what Facebook groups are like. It's just like sharing information. It's just kind of cool to get into when they're moderated properly. Some of the admins are like really ruthless and mean. That's another story. But I was just curious to see what an actual dad Facebook group is like. Because when it's like a niche group, they do scan your profile. And I couldn't join a dad Facebook group. So some of the moms were commenting like, oh yeah, like they're so funny. Like my husband is a part of one. My boyfriend's a part of one. And or they say that it's funny. But one of the comments was that someone felt like he had to leave the group because every time anyone posted about black love, anyone who was in an interracial relationship would get upset. I'm bringing this up because I don't have a problem with black love, but I've also been seeing some content from this doctor named Dr. Umar Johnson. He's a doctor of clinical psychology and he basically tears down any idea of interracial relationships and shames interracial relationships. Like he'll openly say on an Instagram live, whoever is non-Caucasian, any of you non-Caucasians, if you want to join me, you may join me. I'm all about uplifting black people and black love, but I do feel like Sometimes people just get into relationships because it's their prerogative and why shame them? I think that that would make me want to leave a group too. I'm all for black love. I'm all for any love. But I think that I would have had to leave a group like that too. I feel like um, when it comes to like the whole black love and interracial talk, I can say it was interesting. It's something to stir up. But then after a while, it gets tiring because when it comes down to it, it's really a to each its own situation. It's kind of tiring to see like people have opinions on it, especially those who are not experiencing it. Like I've seen like when they make posts about like celebrities dating outside of their race after being advocates for like the black crowd. To me, it's like, who cares? Like, who, like yeah. who really cares? I really realized this when Chris Brown, I guess Chris Brown in his song or something, he made like some statements about how he likes his girl's light skin or whatever. And then like now people are coming for him. And to me, it's like, 
me personally me as a black woman chris brown yeah he's cute but i would not feel any type of way about me not being his preference because i have that much confidence in myself that there are plenty of people that look just like chris brown that do find me to be their preference so that's just his opinion it's not something that i would feel a type of way towards him about like that's just how he feels I don't feel right. like I'm ugly or I don't feel any type of way about his opinion towards me. Like, I still feel right. like I'm beautiful the same the same way. And why would you want to? If you're not somebody's type, then just, you know, that's your type. Yeah, just write them off. Exactly. When people get in a frenzy about it or get wild about it, it's like, gee, did you have... I mean, yeah, I guess sometimes it does suck because I do speak on the one time I did date. He wasn't even white. He was like Puerto Rican. In the end, I felt like I was more so just an experience to him. So that was kind of frowned upon, but it wasn't in a sense that I never want to date someone of his race or color again. It was just that particular experience. I mean, he was the only Puerto Rican I dated, but then I've dated like five more or, well, I don't want to sound like a hoe, but I've dated like, you know, four or five more black men after him. It's not like I was out there trying to test the waters to see. Like, I just never came around to it again. And another thing I just wanted to add, Childish Gambino. I've always been kind of, I wouldn't say annoyed. I guess I just never really, like, paid attention to his art or his craft. And then, you know, he does do a lot of stuff for, like, the black community. He, he's a pretty good advocate when it comes to, like, his music and his art. And then the blogs are posting that what? once he starts putting out what? more projects for the black community, now the blogs are digging deep into how he's dating white and his kids are mixed and things like that. And then when you think about it, it's just like, okay, the people that are pointing this out, it's like... Would you date him? Like, did you, would, could you see yourself liking him? But I mean, when I look at Childish Gambino, I mean, he looks kind of like nerdy. His personality is probably nerdy. So it's like your average black woman is most likely not even looking his way. Who's to say that years ago he was into black women? He just was not getting anywhere. And it was just that one white woman that caught his attention. Give him a chance. looked his way. So it's like, yeah, I do think in the end, it's all just complete ignorance. It's not fair. And I just think it's to each its own. I don't think that's a fair topic at all for people to judge. I feel the same exact way. When me and Ellis' dad were together, I would always feel like people would look at us, shake their head. And it's like, okay, but like... Did you want to get married to me? I don't have a preference. Then afterward, I went on plenty of dates too where I liked the person. And I'm like, I can see myself with this person. But unfortunately, not everybody is that excited about starting a family. And so I just let people do them. If we have a connection, it doesn't matter what color that person is to me. As long as our life plans line up, then I'm going to go ahead and do it. I support any relationship that's able to do that. Black relationships are no more special than any relationship that could make it work. I think the black love comes from like the statistics of relationships not being successful. I think that's where it came from. It's not like a celebratory thing that like, oh, it's two black people in a relationship. To me, it's more so seeing a successful relationship. It's like, oh, it's two people in a successful relationship, period. 
So yeah, because it's almost like the more it's celebrated, the more the problem is put out there. Why is it such a big deal? Oh, because black families are usually broken. To not talk about it at all eliminates the idea that it was ever broken. I get that it's a part of our history, but like, I just feel like let people say like, oh, I didn't know you guys were married. Like, let people be surprised about it. Yeah, exactly. Closing. Forgot how we used to do that. Um. I mean, we're going to be here a lot. We're going to be home a lot. I don't see myself leaving for the next year or however you call it, next 30 days or so. So we'll be here to talk a lot about anything and everything. Hit us up. Let us know. And hopefully we can get you guys to join in on your opinions as well. Join in on the conversation. And follow our Instagram at Internal Conflicts Podcast. And we look forward to sharing our opinions next time. Right, right. All right, you guys. Well, signing off.